0: Welcome to the Art in the 48 podcast, your Arizona Arts Connection. I'm your host, Craig Baumler. On this episode, we talk to composer Kira Rugen about her collaboration with the Phoenix Chorale and get a sneak peek of her latest musical work, Out of the Ash. The image of the phoenix rising from the ashes has inspired artists for centuries. The legend that gives Arizona's capital city its name transcends cultures, encouraging renewal and rebirth. Like the mythical creature, Arizona's Phoenix Chorale continues to reinvent itself, bringing new life into the choral works it performs. When the group formed in 1958, it was made up of a small number of amateur singers who loved classical music. They called themselves the Bach and Madrigal Society of Phoenix. But as their fame grew, the ensemble evolved. The name changed a couple of times and their repertoire broadened. Today, the Phoenix Chorale is made up of 28 highly trained professional vocalists under the direction of Christopher Gabitas, a former member of the King's Singers. As the Ensemble in Residence at Trinity Episcopal Cathedral in downtown Phoenix, the group receives funding and support from grants and organizations such as the National Endowment for the Arts, the Phoenix Office of Arts and Culture, and the Arizona Commission on the Arts. With three Grammy Awards and a total of 10 Grammy nominations, as well as over 20 weeks on the Billboard charts and more than 35,000 monthly listeners on Spotify, The Phoenix Chorale has become one of the premier choral groups in North America. But the hardships that have affected all performing arts organizations in recent years have touched the chorale as well. The COVID-19 pandemic put all performances on hold for two years. Daunted, but not defeated, The Phoenix Chorale made a triumphant return in 2022 with three concert series culminating in a concert titled Rebirth, Reflection, and Renewal. One of the featured works, Out of the Ash, was the premiere of a piece by the chorale's own Kira Rugen. Dr. Kira Zeman Rugen is a soprano in the Phoenix Chorale and has performed throughout the world. Ireland, Asia, Lincoln Center, and Carnegie Hall. But her talents as a vocalist are just one facet of her career. She's also a faculty member at Scottsdale Community College, and she's the artistic director of another professional choir, Solis, Choir of the Sun, which she founded in 2011. As a conductor, she has prepared choirs for world-renowned musical acts ranging from Andrea Bocelli to the Eagles. And she's also a composer. Out of the Ash retells the myth of the phoenix using a text from City of Phoenix poet laureate Rosemarie Dombrowski. The piece weaves together phoenix stories from different cultures. Inspired by nature and Arizona's desert beauty, Kira's composition soars high, taking listeners on a journey of rebirth from the embers. Although initially scheduled to premiere before the pandemic, Out of the Ash became a perfect fit for the March 22 concert, celebrating renewal and new beginnings. The words, renew us, make us anew, echo between each of the lines. We are the bird that sails between the worlds. We are swallowed and purged by storms. We are birthed again in the river of salt, the mighty phoenix rising from the ash. We invite you to interact with us on social media. Leave us feedback on the podcast or tell the community about a local arts event you enjoyed. Connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Arizona PBS, and we may give you a shout out on the show. We had the fortune of sitting down with Dr. Kira Zeman Rugen soon after her successful world premiere of Out of the Ash with the Phoenix Corral.
1: With Out of the Ash, it was absolutely collaborative. Every step of the way was collaborative. It was give, it was take, it was ideas, it was how do you think of this color, how do you think of this word, what do you think if we covered this topic? It was the most amazing process to work with Rosemarie Dombrowski. She's actually a professor here at ASU. Women composer, woman conductor in this country, there's definitely some, you know, it, it's a challenge. I would say 10 years ago, I was dealing with some of the issues that a lot of women talk about in our industry quite heavily. And since Me Too and Black Lives Matter, I feel like there's just been so many more conversations and willingness to listen and willingness to understand that maybe we weren't listening before. I believe that things are starting to change because we're incorporating it into our education as kids go through the system. Uh, I'm not just a singer. I play piano. I began my undergraduate as a violist. I also play violin. I was thinking about this a lot during the pandemic. I was winning competitions when I was in high school and middle school for, you know, the South Jordan Middle School song (laughs) and Reflections, first place, you know, this, that, and the other. Nobody said to me back then, did you know you could be a composer? Did you know you are a composer? Nobody said that. People told me I could be a singer. People didn't tell me I could be a conductor, but people definitely didn't tell me I could be a composer. I didn't even know that was a career choice when I was in high school. I'm a very visual composer, so I think in my head of, of how does it sound to see a sunset, or how does it sound to see a bird fly. I had this story in my head that I could see the entire spectrum of that. begin immersed in the feeling of the desert and then we see the bird and it's the old bird and the bird is searching for a way to complete its cycle and in order to do that it tries multiple times and fails and finally ends up in a big monsoon and in that monsoon with all of the different history of the bird, the bird of the phoenix, which you get from Egyptian, Greek, Harry Potter, and even like Thunderbird, which would be American, um, Chinese, Japanese. Every culture has a type of phoenix-like bird. So at the end of this great storm, the bird rises like an Icarus to the sun, and it explodes into ash. When the bird is old, it is male. And then it kind of goes through a metamorphosis where it's neither male nor female. And then it's reborn as a female. Um, And that is because in the history of the Phoenix, it can be male or female. So it's born as a female, and there's a solo with a female soloist talking about being cleansed and being reborn in the River of Salt. Of course, you know, we have the Salt River here in Phoenix. And we literally go through a baptism of the people at the end where we have a mantra that I always think of comes from the people or the people at this point of the world, especially now that we have been through a pandemic, which says, renew us, make us anew. And always with, as you said, those nice tonal chords that kind of are rooted in feeling home and feeling safe and feeling hopeful. And that's how it ends, that this mighty bird, rise, 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 renew us, make us anew. It's an epic journey.
0: This is this for the Phoenix Chorale again? Mm-hmm. You're writing for a group mm-hmm. that you have performed with mm-hmm. many times. Yes. What is the difference in this experience, writing for your colleagues that you know very well and what the chorus can do, which is amazing, and writing for, say, somebody you don't know at all?
1: It's extremely intimidating. <laughs> Of course. Because they know me, they know me as a singer, they know me as a conductor, and it's like, well, can she compose? Can she not? From a composer's perspective, it was amazing to compose for a group that I know so intimately well, because I knew their voice. I know what they're capable of singing. I know the kinds of chord structures that really light up the overtones. I know what rhythms drive and the overall sound structure that we can produce as an ensemble of 28 professional singers who are fantastic.
0: What's it like to hear the music you wrote come to life?
1: It's both intimidating, overwhelming, exciting, and an overwhelming sense of vulnerability. (laughs) Because all of the stuff that's been in your imagination, and in this case for like three years, finally comes to fruition for the first time with real humans and their real human voice. It's amazing. What happened with this piece, and I actually changed some of the the stuff in the score afterwards, is that I realized that some of the text overlay was getting in the way of the text that I really wanted to come out. Mm -hmm. Because I'm playing around with texture. I always play around with texture. Um, And so I needed to remove some of the texturizing and thin it out a little bit so that I could really hear what was the most important.
0: I saw your reverence and your love for this land. This is land like no other on the planet.
1: Mm -hmm. You're right. It's all nature because like, that's where I kind of can find myself and regroup and and rest and reset and smell the fresh air. And wherever I am, uh, it's two things that really give me that sense of like renewal. And it's always mountains or water. Either of those. And I'm good. For me, it, there's always another component. It's never music for just music's sake. It's always music and. So for the Muse art film, it was music and visual art. You know, music and an epic story. I hope to get to music and a longer story, you know, a musical at some point. Out of the Ash started
0: before COVID. Yes. And then COVID
1: Every other performance I was working on, my my, uh, university job also disappeared. Everything was gone, you know. And so I was was in a heartache of, um, am I going to stay in music? Absolutely. I know a lot of musicians were feeling that way. Are we really going to be able to come back from this desolation? composing for me during that time because I wasn't gigging and I wasn't teaching and my kids weren't you know running around the planet doing synchronized swimming and soccer and flag football and you know all the stuff that they were doing Um, I had the time to meditate compose and that's what it became for me. My composition was my form of meditation. Now, when I think back about those feelings, I think to myself, oh, my goodness, if I could only have seen two years in the future, because right now, everything that didn't happen during the pandemic is compounded and I'm doing like triple what I would have done then. But at the time, absolutely devastating because I feel like I was just springboarding as a composer that people knew that I composed. Now it's finally starting to come, you know, the, the motor's running, if you know what I mean.
0: Was there anything else you'd like to say about Out of the Ash?
1: I just can't wait for people to hear it and hopefully have some other concerts and performances around the country. One of the most important things that we can do as a culture here in Arizona is uplift our own. The people who are here, the artists who are here, the musicians that are here, the poets that are here, the visual artists that are here. When we uplift our own, we create our own culture and it, like a magnet, it pulls people to us. We have a habit in Arizona of bringing people in who are important and lovely in every single way, but we have talent here. And the indigenous people here as well and their voice being incorporated into that art. And I would love to see Arizona become like a mecca of talent and people who live here and who are working as artists have the opportunities and have the culture and have the community that just uplifts them. These ideas have been expressed before, um, but sometimes we forget that things have happened because the momentum doesn't stick. I just feel like as a culture here in Arizona, we're only going to succeed if we stick together as opposed to building our own silos.
0: We want to thank Dr. Kira Zeman-Rugin and the Phoenix Chorale for sharing this inspiring story of rebirth and renewal with us. For more information on the Phoenix Corral, please visit PhoenixCorral.org. For more information on Kira Rugen, visit her website, kirarugen.com. We invite your feedback on this podcast. Please connect with us on Facebook and Instagram, where we will be keeping you up to date on your local Arizona arts events. The Art in the 48 podcast is a production of Arizona PBS. I'm Craig Baumler. Please join us again for the Art in the 48 podcast, your Arizona Arts Connection.